What's good? Coming to you again with another podcast. I am so freaking excited today because everything I need to do a podcast is here. Um, The last piece, my adapter came today. So I'm officially in business. Like I have all my headphones. So I have everything I need. So today, obviously it wouldn't be right. If I didn't touch this subject, um, the uh, emotional, probably emotional subject or whatever, but it still needs to be talked about. So, of course, today I'm going to, excuse me, um, George Floyd. We're going to talk about him because, of course, I have two sons of my own. So, and also I have a black husband. I have two black boys. And this is like super, super emotional for me. Um... So, yeah, like, I I didn't even watch the video because I couldn't even get past, like, the pictures. So, I never even got to the video because the pictures, like, made me emotional. So, I was like, there's no way I'm going to get to the video. So, I didn't even try. Um, But for the simple fact, like I said, I have, I'm the only girl in my in my like family in my home you know what I'm saying like in my built family I'm the only girl so for this to literally be happening and this could possibly be my husband or my sons once they get older um old enough and it's these days they don't even have to be old enough that's the sad part because they're getting hurt as little kids kids too now today so it's like what am I looking forward to like and what do do I have to be this mom later on in life like it's very sad because it's literally senseless anybody in a right mind no you would not possibly be able to put your leg your full body weight on a person neck like, that's just, what? Like, how? How did you think that was okay? Like, how did you think that was okay to do? It's, like, beyond me. Like, I don't understand how today this this stuff is still happening in that way. I don't understand why people are so, so intimidated by a color why do we scare you guys so much that you want to harm us when nothing for years for 400 years you have beat us chased us with dogs called us animals monkeys um inappropriate words you have tore our people apart to the point that we can't even look at ourselves and be thankful for each other because we have been ripped apart for so long. Like we can't even stop turning on each other. So it's like, how are you in fear of us when we're in fear of you for so long, you're still doing the same thing to us. And then you want to play the fear card and the truth of the matter is you shouldn't be in fear of us. We we are in fear of you. 
because we can't even walk in a store without somebody thinking we're we're trying to rob them. We can't even be in the park. We can't even walk in the park with somebody not thinking that we're a robber. A public place. A public place. Like we're we're literally being targeted just because we're on this earth. Like not even just not even have to do anything for that to happen. And like I said, I have two black boys. I wouldn't know what to do. And I know like if I ever have to get the call over of a simple speeding ticket or anything, that is gonna literally be so painful for me to even drive over and I'm gonna be scared. On the drive to even help my child, I have to worry in the blink of an eye. Before I even get there, he can be gone. For nothing. For nothing. Just for him being him. Because if you think for one second, I'm not going to raise my kids to know everything that's going on. To know the hatred we have. Then you really have no clue who I am. Because I will teach my kids to defend themselves. I will teach my kids to not to know of situations to not be in, especially with the opposite race. And being that we are raising our kids in a mixed environment, because we stay in a mixed environment, we don't stay around predominant black people. Yes, I have a black person on the side of me, a black person on each side of me, actually. And like down my road, I have a few black people and then I have White, black, white, black. I mean, it's, like I said, we stay in a diverse neighborhood. But even in situations like this, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. Because they're looking at us. They're watching us. They're, they they want to know how we got this house. They, <laughs> I wish somebody could walk up to me and, and I wish... The world can be honest one day. I wish a neighbor could walk up to me. How how did y'all get this house? How do y'all get a four-bedroom, three-bath, being so young and being a black couple? And I, I only have one thing to say. God. God. Because behind the scenes, we was working out behind off of this. Behind the scenes, we was praying for this. Behind the scenes, where we came from, because we had, we already had bought a condo, we had a place, and I loved my condo. But guess what? God said, mm -mm, "This ain't it. This ain't it for you." So the issue that we had in our house, which was mold, it got bigger. It got bigger. It got bigger. And you know what? Instead of freaking out, you know what we did? We kept applying. They kept saying, y'all can't get another house. Your credit, your this, your that. And you know what we did? We kept applying. And then we finally got approved. And now our kids are in a safe environment where we don't have to worry 
if they're going to get sick from mold or if anything's going to happen to them. And the simple, the, the fact of the matter is, teach your kids, if you have black boys, black girls, or whatever the case may be, teach them to protect themselves. Granted, we, we are now seeing that it don't matter what we do. He was calm. He did everything that everybody's saying. When a black person get hurt, the first thing they say, oh, they was acting out. They was resisting. He was doing everything right. And he still had to die. Just because people being so senseless of our lives, people not caring so much about us as a black community, as who we are. Because what could you possibly say? What could you possibly say? What could be your reason for applying that much pressure to his body so he could not breathe and listening to a person cry for their life and then you take their life and have no sympathy and even if you do it don't even matter because at the end of the day his family will not understand I will never understand if anybody take my kids away from me I will never understand it's nothing you can tell me it's nothing you can tell me so be careful. Be careful. Understand that we're on an attack for real. And it's nothing we can do but get in positions where we can help ourselves. Use your voice. Use, use your talent. We have talent other than doing hair, doing nails. We have talent other than selling drugs. We have talent other than wanting to be a rapper. We have other dreams. Use your voice. If you want to be a lawyer, be a lawyer. If you want to be a doctor, be a doctor. If you want to be a police officer, be a police officer. If you want to be a judge, be a judge. We have other creative things we can do. And yes, it's hard to get in those positions. It's hard to fix your minds to go to school. But if you're tired of this, if you're tired of what's going on, you can't be a, you can't do hair and go and be and fake a judge online because being investigators online not helping us yeah it, it get things to the light but are, why can't you go to school and be a real fbi investigator why can't you go to school and really investigate get in positions that you can help other people because i'm using my voice i'm going to use my voice I'm going to be who God put me on this earth to be. So like I say in all my podcasts, be encouraged and always be the best version of yourself. 